Welcome back to Artists on Artists on Artists on Artists. This week, we're talking sound effects in movies and TV. We've assembled four leading Foley artists to come tell us about their job. Sound design is an entirely different game than you might imagine it is from watching a movie. The sounds you're hearing, a foot stomping, a glass being shattered, those aren't sounds that are being picked up while they're shooting. Those are sounds that are added later by these craftsmen. These Foley artists come from various backgrounds and various companies, but they've all mastered one thing, the art of making noise. Now listen in. Okay, that was a horse. That was a horse. That was, was great. So moving. I was I was actually going for sheep. Okay, oh. well what was what was the sheep's terrain they were walking on? You guys want to guess or do you want me to tell you? I'll say I thought it was grass shortly cut. Mm-hmm. It seemed up. like sheep opening a door, walking across a hardwood floor, and then bathing in the grassy fields of <laughs> Austria. You guys were all really close. It was grass onto dirt road. Oh, wow. yes. So started grass, turned into to dirt road. Wow. 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 If, if was I it had, old dirt or new? It dirt. Uh, it was. It was. It was dirt of the earth. So no, no new dirt. Isn't it crazy how mud has different sounds depending on what season you're in? Yeah. That's really crazy. Yeah. Because mud in the summer. It's more just like dirt. It's more, but then mud in the winter is more like snow. It's great. It's wonderful. Well, shall we go around? I have to say, this is the most exhilarated I've ever been. Having this conversation just now, knowing that we're about to have that kind of conversation for an hour, that electrified me. Dare I say, I've got chills. That was the sound There's of something chills. I do when I'm so excited mm-hmm. and I hear it. And it's very small, but I, I'm doing it a lot right now. And I hear it really quietly. You can hear my teeth. Ready? Listen. It's not even That's very quiet. One of my favorite <laughs> it's pretty loud. sounds it's pretty is loud. lips pulling apart to reveal the smile of a tooth. Oh, and I am smiling ear to ear. I know they're on a podcast right now, but we can, we can, we're, it's our medium to make the sounds. Our, our medium is sounds without faces. Absolutely. It's taking everything in me not to touch this microphone. I want to make little noises on it. I want to touch it, and I want to. I want to, mm-hmm. but I know that it's for the sounds that are coming yes, from my mouth. Yes, I want to grab this microphone and ring it like a corn on the cob to make a sound of a, you know, a tambourine. I want to shove it into a, a bucket of grapes to make the sound of someone plunging their hands into some guts. See, all I want to do is slap the hell out of it because I do only physical slaps. I'll start. <laughs> my name, <laughs> my name is uh, Brittany No No. Um, Hi, Brittany. Thank you so much. Hello, Brittany No-No. Brittany No-No. Um, I had that nickname growing up because I always touch stuff and my mom would go, No-No. Um, so that's why I'm Brittany No-No. It just stuck. Um, I'm so excited to be here today. I um, 
I work, I'm, uh, it's, I mean, it's been reported, so I, I don't want to brag, but I was named um, Time Magazine's number one violence uh, fighting uh, Foley artist. They bring me in for- um, Combat scene. Combat. I um I'm about human flesh hitting each other. And that's what I've been doing for 25 years. Wouldn't wouldn't want anything else. Wow, so good to have you here. My name is Andrew Herzog, son of documentary filmmaker Werner Herzog. <laughs> Hi Andrew. Hi Hello. Andrew. So good to be here today. I do foley for Animal Planet and nature documentaries. So a lot of the Animal Planet documentaries are shot with a very wide lens. They're many hundreds of feet away from the animal, so they cannot get too close to hear the sounds they make. So a lot of that is done in studio by me. Wow, that's, that's amazing. disappointing. I would want the animals to make their normal sound. Do you Isn't ever feel like you're lying? Is a drag? Do you feel like you're lying sometimes because you don't know what those animals would really sound like? Yes, I do feel guilty assigning personalities to animals who may not have them. <laughs> who am I to know if a wild parrot says caca in an excited manner or in a fearful way? <laughs> Sometimes you have to make these decisions for yourself. Wow. That's, that's creative. Great. Um, my name is Norman Legru. It's so nice to meet all of you. I Specialize a lot in fantastical, scientific, wild, surprising, you know, really high concept kind of stuff. What does an alien, you know, an alien tree swish like? You know, what does what does uh, a, a, a Pegasus putting his claw on some sort of orb sound like? I do a lot of that stuff, and I actually work by myself. In uh, Traverse City, Michigan, I have my own Foley studio that I built. Wow. And so it's you really nice it? to be around other artists because I feel like I'm just there because people find me and people, you know, it's really nice. But... And Mr. LaRue, I will say Mr. LaRue, correct? Yes, Norman. Norman. Norman, Mr. LaRue, yeah. Norman, Mr. LaRue, I will say that your Zooms and whooshes are some of the best in the business. Yes. Oh, please. There are among hundreds of others that are good. No, we That's are very really, nice of all of I'm you. I'm always trying to recreate them. I just love them so much. But you're so known, nice. you're really known specifically for being, I, I don't know, I don't know how to describe this, but the, a lot of us try to emulate real life. And then a lot of us will write. And you are a writer, I believe, because we don't really know what aliens hitting together sound like. And I think you use your creative imagination and you create that, wouldn't you say? I have a mind too. I, I, I like to go some places in my head and I like to find places and I like to see somewhere and I like to say, what would that be? If that's writing, then that's writing. You know, I'm I saw your work on Lord of the Rings when the Pegasus coughed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Lord and of said, the Rings Zero. The and there's pre no way. There's no way to know what that sound would be like in reality because the Pegasus doesn't exist. Yeah. But so you made that up. I made that up and, and, and it actually came to me. I was in a stable and I saw a horse cough. And I thought, well, if a horse had wings, how would the cough reverberate through not just the body, but also the wings? And so that's where I got the kind of, because <coughs> oh I imagined, 
a cloth going through wings. Because, yes, that is also a fantastical creature. So the way you elevated the creature with the second noise, because a Pegasus's cousin, which is a horse, often <laughs> just coughs like this. <clears throat> but the Pegasus has an extra whoosh. Andrew, I'm really, I'm really impressed that you know that kind of stuff, that a Pegasus's cousin is a horse. Also, I really, I feel like we could maybe- spend a lot of time in nature. I feel like we could maybe talk shop fantasy a little bit. I geek think out. we could. We could maybe geek out. I am such a nerd. I am a total geek. It's unreal. I'm an absolute geek. Oh, I'm a freaking nerdy nerd. <laughs> Every single partner of mine in my polyamorous relationship thinks I'm a total geek. <laughs> <laughs> How many people do you have in your relationship? Currently, it's flex, but uh, right now we have four. And we're auditioning another, and it's going really well, and I think she's going to make it in. How long is the audition the... process? It, it depends on the person. It's rolling admission, but it also depends <laughs> on the person. So we're going to see what happens. But she's really fun, and we have a big banquet, and I think we're going to probably fold her in after the banquet. On do Sunday. people ever get dismissed? Yes. Yeah, we do have to let them go sometimes because they just aren't pulling their weight in the relationship. What's your name? <laughs> Hi, I am. Hi, I'm Natasha N. Uh, e N N, and I do foley mostly for war and and big big fight scenes like that. War. That's military just like stuff. me. Well, I think you do most combat, skin to skin. I'm yeah. doing machine to machine. We are you know? so similar. Yeah, yeah, we are very similar, actually. <laughs> You really attached to her, to her fast. Yeah. No, I just, I think we, I, I look at you and I feel like you're a sister I never had. Yeah, yeah, no, I feel the exact same way. It's like when, <laughs> if I could describe it in a noise, it would be. We have clearly developed two distinct partnerships already, <laughs> split exactly down the middle. And I will say, it's great that you guys do nature, but I would say I love your work on skin to skin Thank because so most much. of my stuff is, you know, machine to machine, metal to metal. And to feel the art and the work of somebody inside that metal, I just love, I just love so much. Because you're really good with guns. Yes, I do mostly guns, and they're mostly, uh, I bring in a lot of guns into the studio, and that's how I get most of my noises. That was my big question, Natasha. Do you just, <laughs> do you just pick the gun that's in the movie and then use that same gun for when you're in the studio? No, see, that's a common misconception, a common misconception. It's kind of like when you have a, a scene in the water. Uh, you wouldn't just bring a little bit of water in. You have to bring in a lot and splash it around more. Okay. So usually we bring in bigger guns and then do audio sound effects a lot of the time to add to the guns. So let's just say you have a little handgun. In real life, that gun sounds like tew, tew, tiny, stupid. It's not scary. So in the studio, I'll bring in something like a big, big bazooka or a big, big gun, that a rocket launcher, and I'll launch that off while yelling, and that's usually how we capture it. So could you play me a pistol sound, what that would sound like for you? A oh, yeah. small handgun in a movie doing what you, what you do? Yeah, so this is um, Fast and Furious, uh, the ninth one that's about to come out. Um, I think that came out. What? 
That one came <laughs> out me, about a year did ago. Did you miss your movie? <laughs> oh, no. I missed another premiere. I was lost in the work. Oh, <laughs> but no. anyway, there's a scene where Vin Diesel pulls out a gun and shoots um, <laughs> Ludacris in the leg as a joke. It's a funny ha-ha. And let's just play it. <clears throat> hey. <laughs> hey, you want to see something funny? Didn't you think that was funny? So yeah, that was the sound <laughs> of, <laughs> of, of a handgun. That is a hilarious clip. Thank you. We worked on that sound because I wanted to really, really hit the comedy of that scene. I like how you made the sounds of Vin Diesel screaming. Yes. Well, that actually is part of the gun. I kind of like to add a little bit of a oh, Natasha and flair. And all my guns scream a little. Wow. <laughs> that's how you know it's my movie. So that's so funny because now I'll, I'll look out for it when I'm yeah. watching movies and, it's, and stuff. Yes. I think it's going to be hard not to, see, to hear it. Now no, no I don't it. think so. I, yeah. think, I, I think I watched a movie recently that I wonder if it was your work. Um, it was a movie about the uh, um, revolutionary um, – it was some revolution movie. Yeah, uh, Revolution 4.0. Yes, about the American Revolution in the future. Yes, it's the American Revolution in the future, set in the future. Yes, you caught me. I was in that movie. Because I did look to my husband and I said, those guns are quite high pitch. Yeah. And it sounds like something's happening at the end of them. Yeah, they yell. And Natasha, I noticed you said I was in that movie. So do you consider when you have sounds in a movie that you are in the movie? Yes, I do, but I also played a role in that movie. You did? Yes, I was. Oh, so you're a member of I that. love the Revolutionary War, and I said, look, I did a deal with them. Look, I'll do this movie for free. Put me in as an extra. I want to be, I want to fight. I want to fight. Wow. Yeah, it was great. Wow. So, yeah. So I, I'd love to know, I know you have a signature. I'd love to know what everyone's signature is, if they feel like they have a sound that they excel in the most. you know, Or a what sound puts you most, on the map. What puts you on the map, I love that. Yeah, let's shift my question. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the same thing, what are you good no, at? That's great, what are you good at? What was the first thing that got you known? I well, can great. I say for you? I that's great. <laughs> the scene, in, I, I, I've, gotta, I've gotta give it to you. I watched boxing in a Big Bath, your short film thesis that you did. and At the University of Rhode Island? At the University of Rhode Island. And I was blown away on the sounds of those fists That was so long flesh. ago. I know, I know. Oh, thank you so much. That, jo that job got me a million-dollar baby with uh, um, yes. Hillary Swink. Hillary Swink. Yes. Wait, so you did a thesis. Was this your thesis film, just the Foley part? Because I didn't know you could do that in film school. Well, that's what my professor said. And I said, well, this is where greatness begins, I is when it. I produce a film that's just Foley. And can that tell a story on its own? And it really did. It really did. No one says that. Usually they just say it's a black screen. It's a black screen with a bunch of weird noises going on. And I'm Not, so glad you yes. said that. Because specifically also, we should clarify, Foley does no dialogue. It's just the noises. It's just the noises We of aren't things. dubbing anything. We don't no. dub. So we... was it periods of time? Because most movies do have dialogue in them. Did you take a break for the dialogue and you, leave a black screen? You just for have those to parts? see it. You just have to see it. Like, can we just, play a clip? Is that all right if we play a clip? From my thesis film from would, 25 just, years I love ago? It so much, yes. My God, you're so kind. Let's roll film.
splat. Finn. So I let one person come in for ADR to do the end where it said Finn. <laughs> How long did that take? Oh, we did a couple takes, just a couple. Oh. Just oh. like 20. Um, <laughs> but the whole film took me my whole my whole uh, grad school. Two yeah. years. Two full years. <laughs> did that for two full years. And I when I sent it around, um, well, uh, um, the director, uh, Clint Eastwood, when I sent him that film, I was like, this is a short film I made. He thought it was my demo reel mm. um, because there's no picture. Um, and I was like, what's the difference between that and my short? I don't know. And it got me the job anyway. <laughs> That's great. There's a, I have a big question about boxing movies because I know you do a lot of hand-to-hand and hand-to-body. Mm-hmm. There's In boxing, there's, of course, a glove. Is that somebody else or is that also you? So I have a glove guy. Okay. <laughs> I work with, he's awesome. His name is Paul McCartney, no relation. I know Paul McCartney. We, no I love Paul McCartney. He's, I work with Paul McCartney a lot of times. the time. glove guy. He's yeah, so we bring, I bring A lot of gloves in. in space. So I bring oh, him wow. in all the time. Oh, wow, you work yeah. with Paul. I bring him in all the time. I love Paul McCartney. He's great. Yeah. Paul's a good guy, and he does, a, he does his one thing, and he does it really well. Yeah. Lots you know of I mean? gloves in war. There's a lot of scenes of people putting on gloves in war. Yeah. Well, him and I, we started working together back in the day, because what I started doing was, because I'm I should say, even though that Time article came out about me about violence and the hitting, I I really started with body-on-body contact. Mm. And um, I started in college. um, I loved making the sounds. um, I'll be real. Can can I be honest? Yeah. I love for honesty. I I was struggling to pay for my school bills. And a man online. Yeah, University of Rhode Island is expensive. A man online offered me. Ten grand to send him the sounds of two bodies having sex without voice. So just hip on hip. Yes. And that's what so, got me into the business because I needed that money so badly and I thought I could do this. And that's when I built my first fake body and I started putting these bodies on top of each other because he didn't want any voice. He just wanted see. he wanted the sound of it. So wow. when you go in, you you recreate bodies for yes, your Yes, yes. So and and then Paul is when I met Paul because we started dealing with body on body with clothes sometimes. Mm-hmm. So Paul came in and we were doing some glove stuff, and that's when he found his his, his glove method. Yeah. Um. So that's really how I how I started. Wow. Amazing. That is awesome. And that man sent me ten grand. Wow. I don't know who good. that sick fuck is, but he paid for my schooling. That's wow. great. Awesome. Wow, also, tuition was only $10,000. I so miss the days. what a bargain. <laughs> I miss the days. Well, what's Incredible. your signature? Well, my calling card is, I don't know if you noticed this when you watch the animal planet, but all of my grass rustling sounds, the grass rustles with a childlike curiosity. That distinguishes it from other grass rustling. So if you play, I'll just play a quick clip of this. Hmm. Oh. You don't say. (laughs) That grass is so damn curious. And yeah, I will say though, you don't say is not very childlike. It feels more like 60 year old man. Reading the news. Walking through a museum. Yeah. Well, I'm I enthralled. Am, I'm call, I am I'm, a man of age, and so I am just guessing at what the child thinks. But I do love that. But I do. That did put can, me on the map. I I uh, 
I, I have to be honest, I do kind of sometimes imbibe in marijuana products for what? for my body, for my health, you know, and I've watched some nature documentaries that yes. you've done. <laughs> and when I am high on marijuana watching those nature documentaries, they freak me out. Yes, very. Okay, when the grass you says you don't say. try CBD because you will not be afraid of my inquisitive grass or my angry birds. Oh yes, I well, don't want to be afraid I, of your inquisitive no, grass. I, I, I don't want to buy that. I was at late at night, maybe 3 a.m., watching your your father's documentary of the Acapango Delta, and all the birds started yelling. And I thought Satan had come. I thought it was the witching hour, and I thought I was dead. It was terrifying. Yes, they do yell in a rather Old Testament-style fire and brimstone way. Not in so many words, but in the cacaws. They are screaming that they will be not saved in the rapture. And what did you wow. say that was? What was uh, what CBD? CBD is basically all of the calming effects of marijuana THC, but without any of the anxiety or psychoactive effects. If I can help you, it, THC for me is more like oh wah, oh wah, oh wah, oh wah. but CBD is more like oh wah, oh wah, oh wah. Well, it's that kind of sold like the it for me. Between, I like that. That sold yes, it. Yes, it's the difference between. So it's kind of they have these CBD roll-ons which go. Wow, so much soft. They should be paying you guys. <laughs> CBD should be paying you guys because this is a glowing endorsement in uh-huh. my books. CBD. The difference for me is THC is. That's THC. Yes, but CBD is more. <laughs> Because I do the laws and just yes, I chew it. (laughs) Okay, so THC to me sounds like. (laughs) When CBD sounds like. Just a constant. Yes. yes. No, I hear it. Can I? I, Maybe if I you try. If I'm synthesizing all of this, it sounds to me like THC is maybe a little. Yes. Whereas maybe CBD is a little more. I just don't think you're getting it. No, I don't think you're getting it. So I'm wrong. Yeah, you're wrong. Okay. That sounded the So let's go again. So you haven't tried CBD before, so I understand why you would It's why you would be confused. You're sounding more tense when you do CBD. It sounds like you did actually like a hybrid of the two, like a 40-20. You were close. To specialize, to use your terminology of whooshes and bangs of the supernatural world, THC is more... And CBD is more. Oh yeah! Are you you getting it now? Oh, that makes a lot more sense. Okay, so THC, I would say is. (laughs) When CBD is. You know, I recognize uh, that first sound you did. That was the truck that was in the recent Michael Bay movie <laughs> Ambulance. Am I right? They that brought me in it, contractually. Huh? It was one thing I did outside of oh, what I, I usually do. Oh, I wanted that movie so oh, bad. I, wait, that was the Foley artist for that was a Sly McFake name, right? <laughs> and I always have been wondering Cat's who that was. Cat's out of the bag. Cat's <laughs> out of the bag. 
I am you slimy fake name. Pseudonym, like J.K. Rowling. <laughs> so my reps told me I got to do one thing and I got to do it good. And I noticed that, you know what, I can do a lot of things. So I've been going out for some stuff That's under so, a, step- a name that I made up, so believe it or not. So it's not to dilute the I, brand. That is genius. Thank you so much. Yeah, I made this name up. My husband is so damn creative. I thought it was. And he said to me, here's yes. a name you can use. And I said, my husband should be a writer. I so my student name is Sly McFake. Yes, I always said it. I thought it was Sly McFookaname. And I just was an idiot. <laughs> you were just pronouncing it how a name would be pronounced. I thought it was Fuckaname. McFuckaname. No, it's Sly McFake name. That I can't so believe it. Makes so I can't much believe I'm said. sitting here with Sly McFake name. I, I mean, great. he works a lot. He does work he a lot. He does work a lot. And I and I wear a hat when I'm sliming fake name. Okay, oh, that's great because no one can see you when you do this. <laughs> well, it's all it's in my it's in my home studio, so I can separate them. You know. Yeah. It's, oh, it's for yourself. On the, it's your work self and your fake self. It's like severance when you become a different person. So, would you say the name of uh, would you say the vibe of Britney No No is like? But the vibe of slimic fake name is like. I think you hit it on the head. I think that's exactly it. Yeah. Awesome. I think it's I think Brittany No No is me, 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 me. This is me, 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 me. Oh, she's got an ego. And Sly McFake name is Very different. It's like Beyonce and um Her alter ego, Sasha Fierce. Sasha Fierce. I love Sasha. We love I the noises that she makes. No. Where did Sasha go? I'm wondering when she's coming back. And the work that she did on her album, if you listen closely, she's doing Foley. She, Sasha Fierce is you doing think so? Foley. Yeah. Oh, I have a question for you guys. I always love to know where you got your most surprising inspiration. You know, Foley artists, we see the world differently. We, we hear different noises. We say, <laughs> oh, I need to remember that noise for the future. I need to take that and I need to use that when that comes up. You know, I remember I made... Uh, the sound of uh, a slime monster coming through a door. I found that after I um, dropped an, uh, a double stuffed Oreo into uh, a glass of milk. I was trying to, it was too slippery for me. So kind of like, goink. And the <laughs> That's double exactly stuffed. exactly it. I could imagine normal <laughs> stuffed would be, normal stuff would be, yeah. Mm-hmm. And double stuff would be, Going. Wow. Yeah. And that's when I found it. And so when the slime monster comes in, he goes, he's going. Going. And then all of a sudden he eats everyone. Yeah. And so that yes. was something that's that great. I had discovered. What is a, a noise that you guys found and you said, wait a minute, there's something here? Yes. Wow. Well, I heard water. Um, water. It was raining and it was raining on this big metal tarp. And the metal tarp accidentally fell because the wind blew. <laughs> and it gave me the idea of what it would sound like. If somebody blew up a hospital in the rain. So kind of the hospital blowing up would sound like ping, 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 ping. Yes, like. (laughs) Now, were you searching for what what that sound would be like? I I imagine you see that in the script and you go, how do I, where do I begin? Yes, there was this scene because a hospital is not just like any other building. Full of machinery. Full of machinery. You got to capture it. And so, <laughs> when I saw this script, um, it uh, I it came across and it says he blows up the hospital. And I thought, 
well, we've got a problem here. I don't know what this sounds like. I was crazy. going through the script of one of my Animal Planet episodes. And do, can I ask a question? Do they dialogue out all the animals? Yes, they do. So there is a plant. I'm sorry to burst some bubbles, but Animal Planet documentaries, they are scripted. Oh, wow. I'm not just talking about that. the narration. I am talking, of course, about the animals and what they do. And so there came a point in the script where her rhino was going to step into a spooshy pile of mud. Now, spooshy. A spooshy. <laughs> now, I was able to recreate this by going to a mine gym. This is, of course, a gym for children. <laughs> the beanbags they have to sit on in the rest area are smaller. So I was able to recreate the punching of the beanbag, which is, of course, Wow. It's like I'm it's like I'm hearing a rhino step into mud. It's like I'm on the Serengeti. That's amazing. <laughs> exactly. The, the Serengeti. Serengeti? That's a squoosh. How do you That's pronounce it? I've only seen it written. It's Serengeti. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway. Serengeti. Oh, what was your most surprising noise? I think um uh my husband and I on Saturdays we go to the library. That's so and fun. He, and he's not a writer. He's not, can you believe he thought of Sly McFake name? And he loves libraries. He loves libraries. He's not a writer. So we're at the we're at the library, and, you know, I try to put my work away. I try. It's a Saturday, you know. And I heard a woman close a cookbook. It was a big book. And suddenly oh, I went, Oh, yeah. That's the thrusting of two people hooking up in Manhattan. Yes. So kind of. It was, I can't even, I can't do it without the specific like, book. And I went up to that woman, because here's the thing. We work with, I can, every book is a different sound when it closes, yeah. right? Do you remember the cookbook? I'd love to know. I think it was Julia Child's, Just, oh, okay. the, just the Joy of Cooking. Those are big. I those have are big. I'm going to go try those out at home. Yes. And I'll say, I literally, I was across the library, and like a loud, obnoxious person, I said, stop it. I went, put that book down. And I grabbed that book out of her hands. She was so scared. And I went, I'm sorry. I can't turn off the work in me. That sound right there, I've been looking for for weeks. So I use I use um, a certain a certain uh, size cookbook sometimes. They they come in really awkward big sizes. That's not a coffee table book and it's not a chapter book. I hate that size, by the way. What do you do with it? I'm trying to cook. You can't put it in a book a bookshelf either. You can't put it anywhere. It's I know. It takes up so kitchen. much counter room. Yeah. I can't even do my visa for There's no room for my spices to go. <laughs> you think it, they'd make it, these like things when this smaller? Happens, it it, it kind of makes me feel like, uh, you know, like when this happens, it goes, uh, Oh, I yeah, have totally. a fun game. How about we play one of our sounds that we've made for one of our movies and we all have to guess what it is? I love this game. Yes. Guess how we made it or what the sound of that is? I like the first uh, one. The first one. Okay, no, so what the, that sound is. What that sound is. Okay, great. Okay, that okay. sounds Guess like fun. Guess what that sound is. Okay, okay here we go. Okay. Here we go. I'll go first. I'll go first. Ready? <clears throat> can I, can I, can I buzz in? Yes, go ahead. A gun. Yes, that's okay, exactly can I buzz what in? it is. AK-47. Closer. Can I buzz in? One of those machine guns they shoot off the top of a of a of a car in a World War II movie. Oh my gosh! It got more specific and more specific. It was the top <laughs> machine gun on the top of a World War II jeep. Oh, 
I was close. Let's hear it again so you guys can tell. And to be clear, that scream is just your signature. It's my signature. Okay. <laughs> it's wow, not so somebody you're a screaming. member of SAG as well, huh? Yes, I work with SAG. You do SAG. ADR and the Foley, wow. I mostly just do commercials. Mm. Oh, good for you. Okay, my turn. <laughs> cool. I, can I buzz in? That's two people having sex. Can I buzz in? That's somebody trying to wake a baby up. Can I buzz in? Yes. This is two people. They met at a bar and they had an instant connection. One asks to go to the other's apartment. The other is reluctant. She just got out of a relationship. But maybe, just maybe, tonight is the night. They go upstairs and then they have a surprisingly nurturing sexual encounter. It does not last long, but it is fulfilling. It was a baby. Waking a baby up. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Oh, darn it. That's amazing. It was waking a baby up. But you were That's so amazing. close. Yes. You were so oh, close. It felt like Shoot. I was close. And you, just quick question and we'll get back to the game. How do you feel like growing up in Werner Herzog's house affected you? <laughs> Must have been wild. I think I'm just like every other boy. <laughs> I would stand up in the morning and Werner would be in another room off screen, so to say, sort of narrating what I was doing. He would say things like, the boy has arisen from his morning nap. He proceeds to the bathroom to urinate and relieve himself of yesterday's water. <laughs> the craziest thing for me is how he called sleeping a morning nap. <laughs> He proceeds into the kitchen to nourish his belly with the cereal of the gods. This is, of course, Poseidon Captain Crunch. Poseidon Captain Crunch. It would go henceforth from there. Wow. That does seem very normal. And I do like how you work for Animal Planet. Does your dad have any really strong feelings about that? He likes, well... He's a little disappointed that I'm not going a little more artistic and advanced, of course. Werner tends to tackle big projects, and he think I sold out to the networks. Yes, because Animal Planet doesn't really have a lot of nature documentaries. It's more like nature reality TV shows. A lot of it. My cat cat from hell. Do you do my cat from hell? I do do my cat from (laughs) hell. You work on my cat from hell? I love Jackson Maine. Isn't that his name? No, that's not his name. No, it's... Jackson. Do you work on Caesar Milan? Do you work on Caesar yes, Milan? Caesar Milan. So he comes over. I do a lot of Caesar's leather jackets hitting the doors <laughs> as he walks in the houses to train. So Caesar, and they that makes sense. They shoot that show on a very long lens. <laughs> that so lens could very... be further away. I've heard that everybody's they so have scared the lens of the on dogs. The moving <laughs> train hundreds of feet away. Well, it's like a safety issue. Yeah. When yeah. You have all those pitfalls. I also heard they only get clearance to be in every other zip code. So if they're shooting in one zip code, they have to be in another one on the uh, far away. It's true. It makes it's it true. difficult for the camera department. It's a challenge. Not so difficult for me because oh. I get more work and therefore more income. Okay, game, game. Norman, Norman, Norman I, I want to hear I your sound, a, Norman. I have a noise that I, I would love for you guys to guess this. This is one of my favorite noises I ever made. Oh, yay, Norman. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, can we hear it one more time? Sure. <laughs> I would say an alien 
going back and forth in time. Oh, I'm so sorry. May I buzz in? Yeah, I was really freaked out you hadn't buzzed in. <laughs> yes, you may buzz in. Okay, I'll say it again. This was an alien going back and forth in time. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's a good guess. Anyone? May I buzz in? You may. Um, I'm going to guess it's um a lady alien's water breaking. Okay. May I bzz, bzz, ah, buzz in? Mm -hmm. I think it's uh maybe what it is is an alien punching another alien through the belly and it's the noise of the spine popping out of the back of the chest. Those are all wonderful guesses. It was the sound of a spaceship opening. Uh, Damn it, I, I should have thought of a door. Okay, can we hear it one more time? A lot time? of people don't remember that there aren't just aliens in space. <laughs> there are doors. There are ships. <gasps> so Wait, true. That made me think of some of your work, Norman. Oh. When I saw, there was an alien movie of some sort that I saw yeah. in an alien flush the toilet and it made me giggle. Yes. Oh, yeah. Because I was like, that's a toilet in space. Well, you're probably thinking of Spinkle. <laughs> I loved Spinkle. It was so beautiful. It was really so the pitch in the room, because this is one of the first movies they brought me on. They brought me on as a Foley artist to pitch it, which I've never been involved in. It was you and up. Matt Damon in it was the room. Me, Matt Damon, and Ava DuVernay. <laughs> and we went in, we we went all over the place, and we pitched this funny little thing called Spinkle. And it was it was E.T. meets Dodgeball. <laughs> and it was really fun. It was a bunch of aliens um, living in space, and there's a big tournament, and the aliens have to go up against each other. Binkle. And I'll tell you what, this was a Foley artist's wet dream. <laughs> aliens throwing balls, <laughs> aliens going against each other. I mean, it was all I me. I am getting excited just thinking about it. This sounds like a blast. This sounds like a blast. I'm thinking about it, and I'm glowing thinking about it because it was the most fun. I bet all your partners felt so neglected when you were working on it because you were working so hard. My partner said, are we going to have to throw a banquet for Spinkle? <laughs> that was the joke around the house. <laughs> it was going to be our new partner we were inviting into the relationship. Of course that's not the case. <laughs> of course not. Are they? Do you ever worry that your partners may dismiss you? Oh, yes. That's what keeps it healthy. We're all constantly worried and we're all trying to carry our weight. I, I, I think a good relationship is uh, worrying that if you stop putting forth something, you'll be dismissed. Yeah. Wow. I well, mean, do you guys, do you guys feel like question. yeah. Do you guys feel like you have trouble in like just like with my husband, he's trying to constantly tell me to stop working because it's hard for me. He brought me for our 25th anniversary. He brought me to Flappers Comedy in Burbank. I love Flappers. And it was I, such a good I time. love Flappers. But would you believe when we were leaving, I couldn't get my ear off the floor because I loved listening to the people walking on this oh uh, three-inch stage. Oh I was... On all fours, oh. just listening. I'm a sucker for a hollow stage. I mean, if I hear one, I just run. I mean, it's yes. so interesting. I to needed to, to hear it, and he was like, "Honey, get up! This is embarrassing. You're on the ground." And I, I, it's just, it's an interesting person to yes, be married. Those to. are stand-up yes, comedians. They'll make it's fun of you. Been tough on my relationships as well because I used to date a. Uh, uh, or I was married to rather another Foley artist, oh. and 
Her name was Miranda Lambert, no relation. <laughs> and <laughs> to Adam Lambert? <laughs> she no, Miranda the singer, Lambert. The, the famous country singer yeah, Miranda Lambert. The famous Lambert. singer Adam Lambert. No, which no relation. Okay. So, so Adam Lambert so and Miranda Lambert are not related to each other. And this Miranda Lambert and the other Miranda Lambert are also not related but to each other. No, Miranda Lambert, no relation, is related to real Adam Lambert. <laughs> That's what I had a feeling. I That's what I said. That's what I was asking. That's what you were saying. Okay, I got confused. But anyway, we as Foley artist married couple developed sort of a Foley language. So a lot of times if we were thinking, I love you, we would say... What an awful noise for I love you. (laughs) (laughs) But it worked for us. And so when eventually we got divorced... What what part of I love you you is that noise? (laughs) Do not criticize love. Love comes in all forms. So it's the sound of two paint scrapers scraping against each other. Oh, that is sweet. That's Just sweet. like That's love. sexy. Beautiful. And so when we divorced and I dated a new woman, she could not pick up on the language. Oh, when that's I said, tough. Eh, 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 she did not know it meant I She must have you. thought there was some sort of Amber Alert or something going off. Yes, she but, kept checking her phone, yes, saying I have license plate. The, my my boyfriend, he, he's great. His name is Gami, and he is so mad when I bring work home. Because, like, mm-hmm. how else do you talk about the day? You know, I'm like, okay, so then we go in, and it was just like, and then, and then it was oh, like when the mosh pit gets blown up at the end. Yes, the mosh pit. And then I saw I was shooting this movie and this car flipped and it was like And Gami is like, What are you going on about? I don't understand a word you're saying. I hate him. That's so rude. Yeah, he's very, well, very they gotta mean. let you have your process. They have to I know. Absolutely. And my process is talking that. to anybody about it, you know? Absolutely. I, I would love to all go around and say how we would say I love you in a sound before mm. we end this off. Oh, because Nice. I think it's, I, I just, I really, when you said, I really, I feel like I got t- closer to you. And I feel that way about all of you. I know it's only been 44 minutes together, but I believe that we have such a connection. And if you don't mind, I would love to get some. I would love that after too. After this. Oh, maybe also some. Oh my God! Mm. Meatballs? meatballs! I would love to grab meatballs. <laughs> what a little bit of a. What about a little bit of a? Vino. Oh, sorry. Oh, it's beer. A dark beer. cab. Yeah, beer. Like a stout or a porter. It's either a stout or a cab. Yeah. <laughs> that was either Cabernet Sauvignon so or a Pilsner. He's so similar. So yeah, and maybe after we could go a little. <laughs> Roku City. We can go to Roku City. City. (laughs) And maybe after we can go some. Jimmy got skinny dipping. I think so. Oh, ice cream. Ice cream. (laughs) I would love after the ice cream, maybe we. Road trip. Road trip. Drive in a car. I hope our car doesn't break down like you and Tony. But maybe, maybe what we can do after that is. We're all going up. Music 
musical chairs on top of the Americana fountain. <laughs> okay, yes. but I'm seeing a huge life for us, and I think I really see in our future someday a beep. Beep. I know the sound of hospice anywhere. <laughs> I could tell in this scenario probably two to three weeks to live. <laughs> and I think it's an in-home hospice versus hospital hospice. Oh, yes, yeah. definitely in-home. And, and just because it's my thing, I would love to feel like what this feels like when it blows up, you know? This is, would be such a fun thing to blow up later. Absolutely. I would love to blow I up. I want to answer your question. I love you, the sound. Yes, what's your I sound? I love you for me has got to be. Ah! <laughs> Ah, yes. I that had that. a little spinkle in there. I, I, when you do one, it sticks with you sometimes. Oh. And I, I'll never not have a little bit of spinkle in me. Okay, what about you? <laughs> the noise for love for me is... Don't drop it. Don't drop it. I've got to. I've got to do it. Press the button, damn it. That is love. That was beautiful. Love. That is love for me. I'll say I love you to you guys right now, too, in my own way. I'm gonna cry. That's so beautiful. <laughs> I really I'm going to cry. Now, obviously, is I love you, but how I say I love you very much is four score and seven years ago, our forefathers fought for this great land. This has been Artists on Artists on Artists on Artists answering the question. Now that's why they call it showbiz. Good night, Hollywood. Artists on Artists on Artists on Artists is an improvised Hollywood roundtable podcast created, performed, and produced by Kylie Brakeman, Jeremy Colhane, Angela Giratana, and Patrick McDonald. AOAOAOA is a Sugar 23 podcast. Mike Mayer and Michael Sugar executive producers, Liam Billingham producer. Production support by Angela Rostano and Anthony DeFrancesco. Music is by Gabriel Ponton. The opinions expressed on this podcast do not reflect the opinions of anyone who works on it, not even the performers, because this is an improvised podcast and we're stupid. Full video versions of AOAOAOA are available on YouTube, so please like and subscribe and leave us a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. That's all for now. Good night, Hollywood!